Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode. This episode is for every single person who feels stuck with trying to tell their life stories. I believe stories are the number one way to give our own life meaning, to learn lessons from the experiences that we've had in the past, and also to drive ourselves and others to take the specific action we want in our lives and the lives of the people we serve. Today is sharing the importance of story and how you can harness your own stories with specific principles of great storytelling so that you can create more meaning in your life and create more impact for the people you serve. Welcome back to another episode, everybody. I am very excited to share this episode with you. Welcome to the Dr. Jordan Fairley podcast. This show is for people who are ready to implement immediate actionable strategies and insights in health, business, and life. Inside each episode, I'll share with you my biggest aha moments, stories, and interviews to introduce new ways to reframe your current situation and reclaim your life. I'm your host, Dr. Jordan Fairley. Welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode. I just got back from an absolutely amazing weekend in Atlanta. We had our Kairos training culture level two training camp, and we had students and docs from all over the United States and multiple coming all the way from England and the Netherlands and Spain to this training camp. And the energy of this training camp was absolutely electrifying. Uh, the post adjustment buzz is at an all time high and man, I had some huge takeaways from this last weekend that I look forward to sharing in these next few episodes. But every single time we do one of these training camps, either the Friday night or the Saturday night, we do what's called the state of the art address. So we talk about what is current in the realm of chiropractic artistry, self-development, and where we're wanting to push things as a tribe and community moving forward. So Saturday night, I had the opportunity to share. And I never know exactly what's going to come up when I decide to do one of these talks. Um, so beforehand, I'm more feeling the environment of the room, listening to what the main needs are before um, we do this talk and what's been going on and transpiring throughout that entire day of training. And I take a moment to sit and breathe and see whatever is coming up in that moment. And so as a couple of other docs were talking first, before I went on, I went over to the corner, I sat down, I took some big breaths in with my eyes closed, and I just saw what was coming up. And the things that came up for me very first and foremost was an image of my grandfather. And then the next thing was an image of my grandpa's funeral. And so it's something I haven't shared on the podcast yet, but my grandpa passed away about a year and a half, a little under a year and a half ago. And my grandpa was really like a rock of our entire family. He was the one that everybody turned to for help. He was available at all hours and all times of the day and week and months and years, whenever, whatever you needed, he would do it. And he was a person that came from a place of, working his butt off, instilling values of 
of caring and authenticity and hard work and doing things for other without any expectation return. And he was also an amazing storyteller. So my talk this Saturday night at our training camp was all about how every single one of us has a story. We have multiple stories that we develop throughout our entire life. And if once we can choose to harness the power of our own stories, we'll notice massive changes in our life with how we look at our life, the lessons learned from where we have come from. It'll bring us more passion and joy and drive for where we want to go. And it helps us really connect with people at a deep, deep, authentic level. If we think of things from a business standpoint, I believe stories are the number one way to connect with people authentically and get people to take action. I believe from a community building and family standpoint, stories are a great way to connect with our loved ones. They're a great way to also build legacy for our families and build legacy for ourselves even after we are gone. And so today is all about, even if you don't know if you have a story, you do. And I believe if you can start to learn the underlying principles of what makes a good story and start to learn how you can start to revisit some of your past experiences and future experiences and start to share it in the form of stories, you'll be able to gain much more meaning and value and connection, not only to your own life, but also to all the people around you. Stories are beautiful. Stories are something that bypass our prefrontal cortex, the part of our brain where we're consciously thinking and making decisions of what we're going to be doing in our life. They bypass our prefrontal cortex and go straight to our limbic system, this animalistic, ancient part of your, our brain that is really the emotion driving part of our brain. And if we can tell really good stories, if we can hear really good stories, there's almost a point where you just get sucked in. You stop thinking about what you're wanting to do in the future. You're stopping thinking about, is this person actually making sense? You stop thinking about what you're going to be doing later that day. And you're all in, in that present moment. And a great story will make you laugh. A great story will make you cry. A great story will make you angry. A great story will make you motivated. And my grandfather was an amazing storyteller. Every single time we ever got together, he shared stories and stories. He shared stories about growing up on a small little tobacco farm in Kentucky, living on dirt floors with multiple family members, working his butt off starting early in the morning till late at night. He told stories about being the first person in his entire family to leave that county of Kentucky and start to go off into uh, the war and start to join the military where he was stationed in uh, different parts of the United States and, New and places like New Mexico and Texas, I believe. He told stories about then being the only person that then moved out of that area and moved to California to seek a better life for himself and his family, to provide a, a life that he did not get when he was growing up. He told stories about being robbed multiple times. He stole, told stories about his heroism, being a hero and helping others when they became kidnapped or when other people were getting robbed. He told stories that made you laugh and cry and felt extremely connected to him. I had the beautiful privilege, along with my family, 
a couple weeks before my grandpa passed away, where we all got together and we sat in his living room and we listened to my grandpa tell stories for hours. Thankfully, we got a lot of these on video, so I'll have these for the rest of my life in order to videotape. But honestly, in the last year and a half, I haven't had to watch it because the way he told stories made me remember every single little subtle nuance of these stories for the rest of my life. When my grandpa passed away, he was in a huge loss to our entire family. I first just want to start by saying, I love you, Grandpa. I miss you, Grandpa. And I hope that as I continue to share my stories, I'll let your legacy continue to build on. But at my grandpa's funeral, I remember distinctly sitting there. And as each person got up and told stories of how my grandpa changed and shaped their lives, I thought to myself, this man was the rock of our family. This man taught all of us so many life lessons. This man shaped the lives of so many people that I have never even heard of that then just still decided to come to his funeral and share stories about how they helped him. It was in that moment that I decided that I was now wanting to step into that role. I want to be as much like my grandpa as I possibly can. And I know that in order to let his legacy continue to live on, I need to get really, really good at telling stories. I think a lot of times, all of us, the majority of us, think that we don't have good stories. We don't think that people will be interested in hearing our stories. We think that the stories that we have to tell won't be motivating. People won't want to listen to them. They won't make people laugh or cry. We won't be able to remember parts of our stories that actually provide meaning for it that made you change your life in some way. But I guarantee you, if you start to learn the principles of great storytelling and you start to take the time of different things that happened in your life, you do have great stories. When I entered chiropractic school, we were blessed with having all these amazing chiropractic speakers come to our school every single Friday. And I was able to tell the difference right away with the people who sucked me in and got me to feel something and got me to actually take action after they left the stage versus the people who made me wish I could go to lunch early (laughs) or made me want to do my homework in the chair or made me want to be on my phone. The difference between these two people were the ones that had great stories. So in chiropractic school, I was like, I don't have a great story. I don't have some crazy pivotal thing that happened to me that made me want to become a chiropractor or will give me purpose and drive to train to serve people in the future. But as I continue to talk with others, talk about what got me into chiropractic school, some different injuries or accidents or big change, changing pivotal moments in my life, 
I realized that I did have uh, crazy uh, pivotal moments and, and crazy stories. I did have the ability also to tell these stories. It just made me get out of my comfort zone in order to actually tell them where I was able to refine these stories over time. So we started something called TikTokers on campus, which was like a Toastmasters for chiropractic. And every single Friday, we had different students come up and we shared stories. We gave public talks. We presented to our peers and by being able to continue to get out of our comfort zones and share different life lessons, we were able to refine our public speaking skills. And what I continued to notice was that time after time after time, I wasn't sharing some information about how to uh, eat more healthy or how to move your bodies in ways that would not cause pain. I continued to share stories about my life, things that had happened in pivotal moments that trans that were the transition from who I was at that point to a thing that happened, the lesson that learned in that moment, and then who I became after the fact. And so I started to notice that I continued to tell stories. And the more I told stories, I was captivating my audience. I gained more of a sense of community with the people I was telling these stories to. And people started to build deeper levels of connection with me on a daily basis. This is all just by telling really cool stories. And so as I continued to tell these stories, not only did I continue to provide more meaning to past experiences, I was able to shift how I wanted to present myself to the world, and I was able to shift how I wanted to drive other people to take action. And so I continue to tell these type of stories every single time I do a public talk. I tell these stories on videos. I tell these stories in these these past and future podcasts that you're listening to. I tell these stories whenever we go to training camps because I know the importance of story. And so what makes up a good story? There's a lot of people who will tell you like specific insights or templates for how to tell stories, but I want to give you just a few. For me, I remember the times where my grandpa told stories. I started to revisit the stories that he would tell, and I started to break down the components that made it such a great story. The biggest thing here is our stories bring our life meaning. It helps us relive, relive our experiences and learn from our challenges and successes so that we can grow past that pivotal moment. Our stories drive us and shift us the tra- to change the trajectory of our life, and they keep us, they help us remember who we are, what we have done, and who we want to become. The problem is most of us, again, don't think that we have great stories, but the truth is all of us do. So what makes a great story? I believe first and foremost, it has a relatable character. That is me in my stories, and that is what who you will be in your stories. And now you, as you, as you were telling your story, your relatable character is going to differ based off of who your audience is. So based off of all the different experiences that you've had in your life, how can you find a story that is relatable to the audience and the community or the people that you're sharing that story with? What are the desires that these people have? What are the concerns that these people have? What are the struggles that these people are having on a daily basis? If you can start to answer those specific questions, 
you can choose how you want to start to present yourself and what stories you're going to be choosing so that you can become a relatable character. A story has a great backstory or a prelude to a pivotal moment. And this prelude or backstory provides context for where you're going to be taking people on this ride and this roller coaster of a journey when you tell this story. This is all about building rapport and suspense. Stories have a great moment or a pivotal moment, an incident or a challenge or a thing that happened that creates a shock factor and awe for your audience. So you remember the very first episode I have on this podcast was the moment I drove off a 60-foot cliff. That is a shock factor. That is an awe. That is not something you hear every single day. But if you remember, I had a backstory and a prelude for becoming uh, or going on a, a run had a race early that morning. I had the story of driving up the hill and the times where my car would start to shake. And then all of a sudden this huge bang where my car then slammed the road and I drove off a 60 foot cliff. Something like that. It doesn't have to be that you got in a crazy injury or an accident. It doesn't happen to be that you drove off a 60 foot cliff. But think about what was the one pivotal moment that changed the trajectory of where your life moved forward from that moment. This could be something as simple as I was thinking about either going to school at UC Davis or Chico State. What was the thing that happened that made me choose Chico State? If I think about that one decision in my life, the rest of my life has been completely different than if I were to go to UC Davis. The friends I had, the team I was a part of, the lessons learned, the experience I had in that city, what I chose to do after that. Would I have gotten in a car accident in a, a town on my driving close up to Chico? We would never know. It doesn't have to be a huge injury or accident, but I encourage you to have it be a pivotal moment. A great story shares real authentic emotion with vulnerability, relatability, and some fire, some passion. It gives your story charge. With me, whenever I've shared stories, I've tried to step into a place that was in full authenticity. I tried to connect to what the deep underlying emotions were in that moment. So after I got in a car accident, those following weeks, I lost a sense of who I was. And so I started to feel stuck. I started to feel hopeless. I became depressed. I became sad. I felt disconnected from my friends and family members. And I didn't know if I would ever actually get back to being able to do the things that I loved. For me, that's, those emotions were something that I never really had felt at that level. And so how can you tie in and tap into the deep underlying emotions? Because once you tap into these emotions, again, you are activating the limbic system of the brain, this deep primitive reflex or area of the brain that drives emotion. This is where people will either laugh or cry or get pissed off in your story. But the more you can create charge in your story, you're going to captivate your audience. A story has a big decision to make, an aha moment, an epiphany, or a transition 
that then brought about change. So for me, when I drove off that cliff, when I started to notice that I felt depressed and sad and I had a need for connection, I went to a chiropractor. And in that moment, as I started to see the differences between PT and chiropractic, and I started to notice the differences in my body and getting hope back, getting function back, getting back to the things that I love to do, that was a pivotal moment that created a a shift. It was an aha or a realization that created the transition from where I was before and thinking about what I wanted to do with the rest of my life to then transitioning to starting to think about becoming a chiropractor. And a great story has a captivating ending that shares lessons learned, realizations, motivation moving forward, or it continues to build community with a specific call to action of what you want them to do after that. This gets people to do something. Think about the best movie you've seen lately. Recently, I saw the movie Joker. The movie Joker. (laughs) was so captivating the entire time. I was sitting on the edge of my seat. I was clenching my wife's hand. It built up so much suspense and anxiety in my body that as I left, or once the movie ended, we sat there for a while and like a holy crap moment. We slowly walked outside. And as we were walking outside, I was looking all around me. I was scared. I thought at any any moment, somebody might jump us. I thought somebody might be sitting in the back of my car. I definitely didn't want to hear some creepy laugh. But the movie was so captivating that it's got me continue to think about and talk about this ending of that story ever since. And so that is a simple framework for how you can start to create your story the importance of story and how you can use story at any moment in your life. So I want to run through this one more time very, very quickly. The first thing a story has is a relatable character. Next, we have a great backstory or prelude. Stories have a great moment or pivotal thing that happened. They share real, authentic emotion and vulnerability. It has a big pivotal moment or decision to make. And it also captivates your your audience with a great ending, with a lesson learned, or asks them to do something specifically. I am on a mission to continue to be a better storyteller every single day. When I think about the legacy that my grandpa had on all of us in our lives and how I want to continue to have him remembered for the rest of my life and with my future children and with all of my friends and family members. I will forever remember the lessons he taught me through the stories he told. And if I can be anywhere near as good as he was at storytelling, I know I'll be doing him proud.